The F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. Get ready for speed. We just wait, sunshine. We just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern you. Get ready for the raw emotion. See, sí, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Z. Well, they did this and uh, we didn't get a race last week, but we definitely are getting a race this week. It is the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Open wheel action back in uh, Saudi Arabia this week for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. And, uh, I mean, we, we joked about this. And we joked about opening the show saying, welcome to this episode of the uh, F1 Gambling Podcast. Welcome to Saudi Arabia Grand Prix. Bet on Max Verstappen to win. Good night, everybody, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> I mean, it feels like this is exactly the way we should do this, but we'll give you a little more to, to cheer for and root for us. I mean... We're already a couple of practices in uh, as we record this episode. Normally, we record it earlier before practices, um, but this week, obviously, we kind of pushed it back a little bit, and now we're two practices in, and Cody, there's no surprise at who's on top of the leaderboards on both of those practices right now. Yeah, I think at this point, I'd be more surprised if it wasn't Max Verstappen on the top. Obviously, uh, I mean, that's just how things are going right now, but doesn't mean that we can't find a bunch of good ways to still bet on this race. Find some action, whether it be on Max, Max, and or his teammate with Checo, or other action throughout the field. So, still going to be fun stuff to bet on. Still going to be ways to make money. F one's still fun to watch, even when Verstappen just pulls away from the field. You could just pay attention to the battle for second through through twentieth, right? Hey, and listen, I, I guess that's really what we're ended. We're going to end up doing here for probably the rest of the season is just are we going to say, okay, who can beat Max Verstappen? The answer to that is pretty much nobody. Uh, but if if somebody does, we'll try to guess at who that person could be. And then, of course, it's like, look, if he does drive away from the field and laps everybody, well, that's fine. We still got action from podium finishes to points finishes to pit stops to all kinds of stuff to cheer for. And that's precisely what we plan on doing to make F1 far more interesting than just paying attention to who's going to win this race. Because I think if you were playing Jeopardy, and the category was F1, literally every answer is probably just going to be, who is Max Verstappen? Like, that's that's what you're getting at at this point. Pretty much, yep. <laughs> so, um, all right, like we said, it is the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Uh, there is one piece of, of big glaring news, and that is uh, something that came down uh, a few days ago with Charles Leclerc. Cody, I know you've been following this one closely, so what what's up with our favorite Ferrari driver? Yeah, um... 10-spot 10, 10 grid penalty for this week at Saudi Arabia. So 
he's going to be even more behind the eight ball to start things than he is when he is uh, just in Ferrari anyways. Uh, but yeah, they had to do uh, new elect new control electronics power unit component um, is what ended up having to be replaced after his issues uh, two weeks ago at Bahrain. So uh, after a rough start at Bahrain with, uh, you know, the, that electrical power unit going out, now had to replace it, take the 10 spot grid penalty. So going to be an uphill battle from Shaw just uh, to open up the week here. Uh, been a lot of rumors kind of swirling that he's very unhappy. He's concerned with, uh, you know, the direction of Ferrari. Is this going to continue to be how things are? We've seen it over the last couple of years. Last year was extremely bad as far as strategy calls and just doing everything they could to get in their own way after opening the season great, right? Shaw won early on, and then it was rough from there out. So uh, lots of rumors. He, he kind of came out and said, you know, that he's happy with Ferrari, all that stuff. Of course, you're going to say that, whether that's the case or not, who knows. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, man, already a rough start for the Ferrari camp, and uh, this is just another thing that, that puts them even that much more behind the eight ball. I really, I can't wait for the next season of Drive to Survive to come out because, I mean, last this last season, obviously, like, this is when Red Bull was starting to just start to get their wings, right? This is when they, they started to really, really get under people's skin. I mean, I know Max had already won, you know, and he's winning a second now, but, like, at this point, the garages have to be entirely pissed off trying to figure out what to do to beat Red Bull because... There is a clear, a clear separation of speed, of talent, of just, I mean, domination between Red Bull and everybody else out there. And it just doesn't, I mean, from a competitive standpoint, if you're in there, if you're a Mercedes, if you're a Ferrari, especially, you know, those, those two teams um, are, are the ones that are always nipping at Red Bull's heels. You got to be thinking to yourself, what can we do? What what are they doing that we aren't, and and how can we get on their level? Because right now it's just it's not even fair. It doesn't seem, and 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 it's frustrating for drivers, of course, because drivers don't like to see the same guy win every single week, right? They want it. They want to try to get a piece of the action. Like they're they're Cal Naughton. They don't want to see Ricky Bobby get slingshotted to a win every single week, right? They want a piece of that action, but when you're not able to do it in the garage when you're not able to do it with your team that's got to wear on your nerves and a guy like Charles Leclerc who's probably not used to getting dominated as much as he is right now a guy like Lewis Hamilton who used to be the dominator right those guys they're not happy and they let it be known and and I think they have every right to so I don't I, you know again a lot of people are like uh, Charles Leclerc's got to tell the company line but no he doesn't because he's a winning driver that's not in winning equipment right now and that's got to be frustrating yeah, absolutely. And we've gotten to points where we've seen, I mean, Lewis is very vocal when he's not happy and you see guys that, that, you know, it, they'll, they'll speak up when, when, when they, uh, aren't happy. So it'll see, it'll be interesting to see if he gets, uh, there at some point, like we said, practice one's already in the books. Uh, of course, Verstappen has been on the top of both practices, Perez right up there with him, but even Charles Leclerc has only been 11th fastest in practice one. Uh, I believe he's currently ninth in practice two. So not, yeah, ninth in, with signs in, in tenth in this current practice. And then in practice one, signs was in seventh. So not even a real impressive start from the, the speed part of things for Ferrari to this weekend. So going to be interesting. But 
yeah, that's that's kind of the biggest news um, is is the the Shaw Leclerc grid penalty and then his his rumored displeasure with Ferrari. <laughs> rumored displeasure. I, I'm pretty sure it's more than a rumor at this point. There's there's more yeah. than enough to back that up. And and again, like we said, it's it's definitely uh, not without warrant and and just a frustrating situation for everybody involved. But like we said, we will find a way to bet on on more than just Max Verstappen winning this. We'll obviously give you those odds if you would like to take it. But uh, I mean, I know you only pay the juice if you lose, and and you know Cody's has coined that phrase, but. You know, sometimes it's just a, <laughs> I don't know how much, how much juice you want to lay on it. Yeah, that's, that's the key. And then we'll, we'll get into that when we get to the, the winner segment here at the end and, and talk about what's worth it and where the line, where you can kind of draw the line and, and all that fun stuff. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. Well, it is, like we said, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. We will be on the uh, Jetta corniche circuit this weekend uh this track i mean look it looks like a, a a rubber band that you stretch out and just sort of let it kind of sit there on the desk right i mean it's it's not necessarily a a straight rubber band it's got those little curves and dimples that it makes when you sort of let it collapse back into itself it's a very weird i mean just a, a weird concept for a track right I'm going to go with a bobby pin. There you so go. We've all got wives or daughters, right? There's bobby pins everywhere in the entire house. And yeah, I think that's kind of what it looks like. It's got that that kind of big end at the thing there. And then it's got the little dimples all the way through it and, and skinny's out at the other side. So yeah, this is a very, very interesting shape. It, it's kind of just funny to look at because it's it's so like straight, you know, straight, you know, lined out. Whereas a lot of them kind of, you know, big winds and turns and it's, somewhat of a circle that's just white you know but this one is a very straight shot up and straight shot back down with a bunch of twists and turns in between it yeah it collapses on itself basically and and just sort of comes back around uh right next to it it's it's just a very straight i i suggest you go look at it we'll put it up in the discord uh the the link to this circuit it's just it's insane uh but we'll run 50 laps around this it is uh current length is or circuit length is 6.174 kilometers Right, the race distance is about three hundred eight point four five kilometers. Lewis Hamilton turned the fastest lap on this track in twenty twenty one when the first Grand Prix here was held. One minute thirty seconds and seven point three four uh, was the fastest lap. And just just so you know, we uh, in practice, Max Verstappen laid down one twenty nine six oh three. So that track record that lap record could be in danger after this race with the the laps that these guys are turning in practice this week yeah absolutely it uh very very possible indeed uh, all right 50 laps on this uh there are three drs zones one after turn 17 uh another after turn 22 and then a long straightaway between turns 27 and the uh turns one and the uh, start finish line and the checker flag. So um, there's just a one nice long stretch there. Overtaking is probably going to be uh, a big thing in this because, like I said, it just sort of collapses on itself, and there's a lot of room to manipulate yourselves here. It's not necessarily I, I, it'll get strung out like it always does, but uh, I think we'll get plenty of action throughout the rest of the the field to you know 
have a little fun with this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, let us take a break, and we will start setting up our bets for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, and uh, we'll do that after the break. But first, let's tell you about WinBet. It's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet's now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During that WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity and march madness is here so many ways to bet on the big dance sign up today you're going to get a special offer bet a hundred dollars get a hundred dollars limited to state availability and of course for our dgens only if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week you're going to get a one thousand dollar free credit so much to choose from and all you got to do is head over to winbet.com or download the winbet app Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older or present in the state where playthrough. Winbet is available. If you or somebody who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. So we've promised to find you other ways to bet on this race. I will just set it up uh, by saying that, yeah, you're probably going to end up placing a few bets on, on uh, Max Verstappen, but... Don't let that stop you from betting down the board as well. Cody, where would we like to start? Yeah, uh, I mean, to, to the Max Verstappen point, I am going to start with the double Red Bull podium at, well, unfortunately, it's it's just moved now to minus 250. It was minus 150 when I originally wrote it down. Uh, I liked it. I really liked it at minus 150. But even at minus 250, it's still, <laughs> again, you only pay the juice if you lose. We, we've talked about that a lot. And, and in Formula One, more so than in most uh in most things, it, it you just have to you just have to do it sometimes. It, it's it's how it goes. We got away with it a lot last year. We made a lot of money off of it. And so I think that's the way you need to go here. Obviously, uh it was minus one fifty before the practices started. They've come out in the practices and been in the top three and in both sessions so far. I assume that is going to continue to roll. I expect them to qualify well, expect them to run well. It's Red Bull. It's Max Verstappen. That's about all the argument you need. But this is still a way to get in on it at a somewhat decent price um, and not have to overpay too much. So Red Bull double podium minus 250 is going to be my first one up. Yeah, if you can find that at better odds somewhere else, too, if you can find it less juiced, please do, because that's definitely a a bet that's going to cash. Um, but you know, if you're a better out there and you know how to make those units work for you and can find the price that's going to make it uh, profitable for you to bet it, obviously bet it. Cause it's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it just, it's one of those things where you, you almost just say you have to, to do it because it's going to happen. And I can't even argue with it. They are the, t- they were top two practice cars, top three now, right now. So we'll see what practice three and qualifying have in store. But I tell you what, if, if those cars end up front row even first two rows yeah this is a this is a foregone conclusion um somebody though that's sneaking his way up in this world and if i would have told you a few weeks ago and i and i wish i would have grabbed i wish i would have had the foresight to know what alonzo's uh fernando alonzo's podium finish odds would have were for last week versus what they are this week i guarantee you there would have been a pretty wide gap between that because right now uh fernando alonzo is minus 150 to finish on the podium. And it's a, it's insane to think because, you know, he's not he's an Aston Martin. He's not a Ferrari. He's not a Mercedes. He is not a, a Red Bull car. He's an Aston Martin equipment right now. And I'm talking about putting him on the podium. 
He was there last week, obviously, to open the season with a fantastic run. He has continued that momentum through practice this week. Uh, in fact, he was the third fastest in practice one. Right now, he's sitting at the second fastest in practice two between the two Red Bulls. I don't, I mean, whatever Ferrari and Mercedes can't figure out, Aston Martin sure as hell has put themselves in a good position because Lance Stroll was even up among the fastest in practice one as well. So these Aston Martins have found something. And Fernando Alonso is a good wheel man. So we know that he's able to uh, get good finishes out of his cars. He's been able to for years and years and years. And so now it just, he's in good enough equipment now to be able to do that. And uh, it's just crazy to think that it's not Mercedes or Ferrari. It's it's Aston Martin that's doing it. So um, I think if if Red Bull is, you know, one and two or one and three, I, I just think Alonzo sneaks his way back into the podium again. And if he qualifies as well as he's running right now, he's going to have a very solid shot from the first two rows to be able to do that. So um, and all he's got to do is overtake one of the, the three cars that's in front of him. And he's on the podium. He's just got to hang on to it through pit stops and through all kinds of, of wackiness that, that 50 laps has in store for him. But he proved last week he can do it. I think he can do it again. Uh, he's proven that he's got the speed to to keep up with the Red Bulls. Yeah, I mean, so far, you've you really got to take Aston Martin seriously. Uh, so you go back a few years ago, we, we've all watched Drive to Survive, right? And Lawrence Stroll comes in. He takes over the Racing Point team. And they're struggling. They're at the back of the group. They don't have a ton of money. He's a very rich guy. And he has put that money to work. And, and now, no surprise, as Aston Martin, they are up there in contention with becoming part of the, the, you know, what is currently the big three, right? It's been, you know, Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari the last few seasons. And they've had been head and shoulders above everybody else. But Aston Martin's starting to make a case that, hey, we can run with these guys and even better than some of these teams. We saw it last week. Uh, both drivers again, or two weeks ago, rather, last race. But Fernando Alonso gets on the podium. Lance Stroll, even after the broken wrist incident, uh, ends up in the top six still. And again, unloaded fast here in Saudi Arabia. So they're going to be a team we're going to have to continue to maybe take seriously. Uh, so I like this one again at minus 150. If he gets on another podium here, then that number is going to keep going up. So uh, I like that as well. I'm going to throw out a little bit of a long shot for my next one. Uh, Lewis Hamilton for the fastest lap at plus 2,800. Hit a similar one to this last season at plus 3,300 early on in the season. Uh, again, uh, Mercedes clearly is struggling to start the, the season, right? And they're not, not where they should be yet. And even here in practice, it's not been super great. So practice one, they were fifth and sixth, Russell fifth and Hamilton sixth and then in practice two currently uh Russell is in fifth and Hamilton actually is all the way down in 11th but obviously we know that Lewis can lay down fast laps right he's done it plenty of times throughout his career um and it, we've seen him do it he just used to mention it earlier he did it has the track record from back in 2021 on the first uh first time at the circuit so we know Lewis can get it done uh, they've got to find a way to get some points somehow, right? And if they're not having great runs, they're going to have to change some stuff up, try to lay down fast laps. Lewis is, is obviously one of the greatest F1 drivers of all time. So he knows how to get around the track for a fast lap. And if they get to a point where, okay, let's just try and go get the fastest lap, then that's something that Lewis is very much capable of doing. 
we saw it last race, even though Max Verstappen, you know, punched out from the drop of the green and never looked back and led the entire race. He did not have the fastest lap. Um, I believe it was. I think it was Joe Guan Yu. Yep. Joe Guan Yu. Yep. That's right. He was, he was the fastest lap. And so I'm sure his odds, I think he's like 50 to one this week. So maybe he's probably not going to go back to back races, but that just goes to show you, even with the speed of the Red Bulls, even as much as, as Max dominated, the fastest lap still gets shared around. And we saw this last season a lot, even in these races that Max dominated, the fastest lap continues to move around throughout the race. Different people on different strategies, trying different things and doing different things. You know, you get where Hamilton's alone by himself for a little bit. He could lay down some fast laps. Uh, so at 28 to one, you know, almost 30 to one, this is a great way to, to work a long shot in here. And even if Max wins by 30 seconds, you could still say you hit a 28 to one in the F1 race. You know, and it's crazy because these cars, these teams actually will try to go out for the fastest lap. I mean, some of them wait until the very end, the very last few laps, throw on a, a pair of soft tires and try to go out and lay down the fastest lap. It's like a, it's a badge of honor for them. So, yeah. and, um, and you get that valuable point too for it. So it, it, that comes into play a lot because it, you know, if they are struggling to keep up, nobody's going to catch Red Bull, right? Nobody's going to catch Max Verstappen, but Mercedes still wants to beat Ferrari, who's showing some weaknesses. Aston Martin's kind of stepping up their game, so they're going to need to grab points wherever they can, and this is a very valuable way to do it. I agree. Um, all right, I am looking at the winning margin of this race. Uh, I found, uh, I guess I found the the soft, the sweet spot that I like, and it's just, it's tough to, to cage because, you know, it's, Max Verstappen could jump out and, and win by what Lewis Hamilton did a couple of years ago by like 27 seconds uh, and, and let, put the field just at rest. Or he can do what he did in Bahrain and only win by 11, almost 12 seconds. Uh, but I think this is going to be a little bit tighter of a race. Last year on this track, it was less than a second that Max Verstappen won over Charles Leclerc. So uh, again, we're kind of in between uh, on what the actual finishes of this race are. But I like the odds for between 5 and 10 seconds. I like it at plus 225. We saw Max, and, and Max dominated last week, right? Max completely dominated last week. And at some points, he was barely only uh, about 10 seconds ahead. Uh, but he managed, and, and, and really what I'm saying between 5 and 10 seconds is because that is pretty much the sweet spot where you're able to manage tires and manage that gap. These guys are really good at managing gaps. And so I, I think, uh, I don't think they really want Max to just pound everybody out like that and waste tires and have an opportunity to, to get all cattywampus. So I just think that uh, he's going to jump out to a good lead. I'm sure if he's starting on the pole, he'll probably be in the lead for most of that race, if not all of it. Um, but I think by the time it's done, five to 10 seconds is pretty a pretty good cushion, given that last week it was an 11 second, almost 12 second cushion. Two seconds on, on this type of a track is, is huge, but uh, it just doesn't seem like there's that pull away that, uh, that you get from other tracks. So I, I like the winning margin between five and 10 seconds here. Like I said, even if it's Max Verstappen jumping out to that win. And if it's not, then those other cars don't necessarily dominate as much as Max does. And you're going to get, uh, uh, you know, even if they do pull out to a bigger lead, it won't be a 13, 14, 15 second lead. I think it's going to be right there between five and 10 seconds at plus 225. It's crazy that last race was only an 11 second lead after it seemed like he just like obliterated everyone. I know it was 38 all the way back to Alonzo there, but Perez kept up with him enough. 
Um, and yeah, it, it just, it, it really covers you a lot because, um, it, it gives you that hedge for if somebody else does win, they're likely not going to win by more than 10 seconds. It's again, possible, but, but much less likely. Um, and it gives you that max just getting out there, setting the pace. There's no reason to push it. No reason to go too hard and, and screw something up. Right. So yeah, I like that a lot. And a plus two you're getting pretty good number on there. Um, Going back to the well as far as uh, throwing some more long shots out here. Uh, again, it's with with some of the predictability, there's a lot it's the numbers aren't great on a lot of things, right? You got the the normal main guys with their podium finishes, top sixes, all pretty juiced up heavily with with kind of knowing who some of the top teams are. Um, so this was one that I found that was fun and gives you something to root for earlier on in the race, right? Uh, first driver to retire. Uh, so I've got, I'm going to play two different guys. I'm going to play Lando Norris at plus 1600 and Carlos Sainz at 20 to one. And this is just picking on teams that have had issues already, right? We're one race in both of these teams have had issues. We saw issues with both McLaren's last race. So Piastri is actually the favorite to go out as the, the first car out in this race at nine to one. Um, and so I looked over to Lando and I thought, well, he also had issues. So maybe his issues creep up before Piastri's this race and he gets taken or, you know, he gets out because of an issue in the car. Also, they couldn't get involved in a wreck as well, just like anybody else could, of course, and be that first car out. And then Carlos Sainz, I don't trust Ferrari, right? We saw it with Leclerc last week. He's got some new parts and pieces. So maybe his car holds on a little longer. Maybe it's, it's Sainz's turn to go out early, right? So if that Ferrari issue jumps up early, Science could easily be the first one out of this race at 20 to one. I feel like both of these are, are good value. Of course, these aren't guys that are at the bottom of, of the board week to week, you know, and, and always in the back, but those guys don't always not finish the race that are, are, are at the bottom and, and in the back. Yeah. They're a little more prone to problems and stuff, but these big teams have had enough problems already through one race and Ferrari through a couple of seasons at this point that I feel like these are pretty good odds on getting the first car to retire uh, and just banking on one of them having an issue like we've seen uh, time and time again with Ferrari and like we've seen with both cars in the first race uh, for McLaren. Well, I will tell you that I hope that it is Carlos Sainz and not oh. <laughs> Lando Norris because I have got Lando Norris to finish in the points. And that means he's got to at least finish this race and finish in 10th place or better. Uh, and I say that because he finished in the points uh, last week in the first race of the season. But he's also done it in the last two races here uh, as well. So I, I think... Lando Norris showed some speed last week. I think he actually uh, was a car that we were paying more attention to than we probably were before uh, in that McLaren. He finished ninth place last week. So, um, like I said, it, it's I think he can do it. I, I know that the team was having some struggles, but he actually managed to finish well uh, despite that. And, in fact, going back to the last race here uh, in Saudi Arabia in 20, uh, he finished in seventh place. Um, in that race, and then he finished 10th place in the 2021. So both times he's been on this track, he's managed to find uh, a points finish, which is obviously a good day for anybody that's not in those big three. His points finish is at plus 180. There are a lot of juiced up numbers in those points finish, and you've got to go pretty far outside of the normal, uh, especially the big three, to find some plus odds. And like I said, for a guy that's done it, 
the last two times he's been on this track. He did it last week. Um, I think Lando Norris is as good a bet as any to if he doesn't retire first. In fact, you might even be you might even be cheering for him to retire first at sixteen to one. That's a that's a bigger that's a bigger bet than it is to for him to uh, finish in the points. So um, yeah, either either way, you're covered. If he if he finishes inside the points, you'll get the plus one eighty. If he retires first, you'll get the plus sixteen hundred. So whatever whatever happens to uh, to Lando, you know you'll be happy either way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, playing both sides of the coin here, right? And, and I think that this is a good bet to make as well. Uh, you're covered if he does go out early with technical issues or, or some type of issue with the car. But also, Lando is a very good driver. We've seen him get the most out of his equipment. He was fast last week in practice. Um, everything, you know, it looked good early on in the week for them. I mean, he was, was he top three, top four in the first practice last weekend? So they showed some speed, and then you get to the race, and we have the issues there. So uh, it's possible for him to do it. We've seen him do it plenty of times. Maybe last week was a fluke. McLaren got things ironed out, and they'll be just fine this week. Uh, so not not unreasonable to see him get up into the points uh, for a finish there. Plus, you know, Ferrari ends up having issues with Sainz or Leclerc. Uh, Leclerc's already going to be starting behind the eight ball. Um, and so, yeah, that that opens up more possible doors for that Norris points finish. It sure does. All right, we're going to give you our winners when we come back from the break, or at least people we hope that win outside of who we probably think is going to win. But we'll get to that after the break. But let's tell you first about Underdog Fantasy. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy's heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after Day one plus underdog fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. So go ahead over now to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right. So looking around at Max Verstappen's odds to win, there are places that have him at minus 333. There are places that have him at uh, where am I not finding race winner at minus? No, that's free practice winner. <laughs> uh, yeah, their their books are slowly pulling these down. Um, afterwards, oh, there's Max Verstappen at minus one, uh, at minus three sixty. So, shop around. He's gonna be in that minus three hundred range. Maybe after practice three, it gets a little bit shorter, or I, I don't know, whatever. I don't think so. But yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be paying much juice for Verstappen. Uh, this week if you want to try to bet on him and not. Cody I don't know if that's even a good investment I, is it though for me it is I, I've already taken him at, at minus 250 uh, that's just where I, I think at this point you just got to bet on him until it doesn't work out and, and that's the unfortunate reality of the situation but again you only pay the juice if you lose if something happens you know he, he gets in a wreck or has a failure or somebody just flat out beats him which doesn't happen often going to suck because you know you're going to have thrown it away but it feels like a fairly safe bet to make uh so he's at minus 278 right now um so that would be probably about the most i want to go i don't really want to go over minus 300 um but another way that i'm going to play him is fastest qualifier and race winner at minus 140 uh that's a way to bring his odds down you got to make sure he wins qualifying as well but already being the fastest through a couple of practices Won the pole last week. Uh, he's clearly the fastest car, clearly the best car, 
clearly the best driver. Everything is in his favor. So this is just any way you can find to bring Max's odds down. Just take it and do it. And I think that's going to probably just be the play going forward until you find something different. And you can go through. I'm not going to give out any other official picks, but I mean, if you go through the list, so you got Max at minus 278, then it's Checo at plus 500. Everybody else is 10 to 1 or more. Fernando Alonso at, at 10 to 1. Then you got Signs at 14. Shaw at plus 28. Uh, Lewis at 33. Russell at, at 4,000. Lance Stroll at 4,000. So if you're going to go just, you know, max out on max and then pick one or two of those other guys and just place a little tiny bit on there as a small hedge. So in case Max has an issue, gets caught up in a wreck and George Russell busts through and gets a win or something like that, that's probably going to be your best way to do it. It is just, I'm, and that's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to go big on Max and then place just small little sprinkle insurance policies on a couple different guys in case. I mean, you're basically somewhere in that group of seven, I would say, are the guys that have a legit chance to win. Uh, Stroll is getting closer. I don't know that he's got the chance to win just yet, but any any of those other seven or six besides Max, just throw some insurance policies out there, even if you just want to take Checo at plus 500. I mean, if Max doesn't win, good chance Checo's going to be right there with him. So I, I think that it sucks, but just you got to go that way. And it's not beautiful. It's you're not going to go around bragging. Oh, I hit a minus two seventy eight. But hey, you know you throw you throw down a hundred bucks, you get back forty or fifty, whatever it works out to be, and you just got to take what you can get. Yeah. So and Ed, again, agreed. It's just a matter of finding how to bet on Max. You have him on the poll at plus one hundred too. Um, I like that bet. I was going to put that bet. That was going to be my first bet, but you slammed that in there uh, into the winners. I was yeah, like, ah, oh, look I at you. I don't see. Do you see qualification odds right now? That was before practice, so I don't know if that's still there or not. But if you can get him, uh, I mean, even up to minus one fifty to to get on the pole, I would probably take that. Um, and another thing too, if for some reason he struggles in P three, unlikely. If for some reason he struggles in in qualifying and doesn't start well, maybe his odds will drop a little bit. And if they drop at all, that's when you really want to hammer it because uh, it just it doesn't matter. It doesn't seem like it's going to matter what happens. Yeah, he's at minus 250 now for the poll. <laughs> yeah, I'm so seeing that's, 275. That's uh, also shifted. I, I've entered these bets last night before. I will before say, though, practice, that if but. you want to, if you want to, uh, the fastest qualifying speed as a team I'm finding at plus 150 for Red Bull, that's one way to get uh, oh. either Checo and Verstappen. That's probably yeah. a good one. To, uh, if you're going to, get plus money now for for Max Verstappen. That's the only way you can get plus money now for Max Verstappen qualifying on the pole is if you take Red Bull at plus 150. I don't think that's a bad bet at all. Um, For me, look, at just like you said just a second ago, the only other person that I think really that has a shot is Sergio Perez at plus 600. Those two have been the fastest cars. He is at, yeah, he's at six to one now, or maybe five to one since practice has already gone. But I also found... The field bet is out there. Uh, Max Verstappen versus the field. And the field is at plus 240. So if you're if you're scared to bet just one person, if you're scared to put your money on one person to beat Max Verstappen, because listen, this is racing, right? Shit happens all the time. And, and you can't predict every single thing as much as we keep saying Max Verstappen's going to win. Uh, it's just a matter of, of if it does, you're covered especially with the field at plus 240. That's a pretty good bet in some cases. 
for for most odds that that are out there uh, that aren't F1. But if you don't like that and you do want to just bet on one person, either Perez or I like Fernando Alonso at eleven to one. He's sneaking his way up into that top three, and all it takes is for a Max Verstappen blown tire and Alonso being there in second place and running in second place for him to pass that that uh, that Red Bull car and quite possibly win. And at eleven to one. I mean, we're talking about Max Verstappen being minus 333 in some places. That's a gigantic swing. And it doesn't take much for you to enjoy an 11 to 1 win in a, in a day where the favorite is at minus 333. So um, I, I like that. It was a late ad for me because I just noticed that his odds kind of moved up a little bit. They were plus 900. Now they're 11 to 1. Uh, and I don't know after this practice if they stay there. So as soon as you can grab Alonzo, Grab Alonzo because if he does well in practice three, um, you may not see the the uh, above. I don't know, maybe nine hundred again. So uh, I like that one, but you know, again, bet Max. Figure out where the rest of these guys fall in your hierarchy of betting. Yeah, and just a small amount of math, and you can figure out. Then you're you're getting the top three favorites basically between these three guys if you lay it all out properly and you're heavily invested on Max, and then you just have those insurance policies on these other guys. Uh, I think that's the best way to play this at this point. Again, Max had a record wins last season, but he didn't win all of them. And so other guys were able to win. He did have problems and struggles. But I think at this point, what we've seen so far, not only in Red Bull's speed, Red Bull's dominance last race, but the struggles of the other teams, Mercedes struggled big time. Ferrari obviously struggled massive. And they're already, I mean, Charles Leclerc seems to be the, the closest driver to Max at this point. Uh, I know Lewis is, is still out there, but he's, he's you know, as these racers get older, they're not what they used to be always. Um, and, and so I think that that this is just the way to play it going for now, going forward. And we'll see. It, it might get to a point where, you know, if he keeps these one five in a row, it might be minus 500. And then, we're just not betting on the winner anymore. But that's the the fine thing is there's still plenty of other ways to bet on this, plenty of races within the race. That's what we're looking for. And there's still plenty of ways to find to find things to win on. So if you don't want to lay the juice on Max to win or or toss in that fastest qualifier and race winner one, um, that's the one I like the most is, is the fastest qualifier and race winner at minus 140. But But you can bet all these other things we gave out and you don't have to bet on the winner. That's something that that I think in F1 specifically we need to make sure we push is, is you're not required to bet on the winner. It, it, you don't have to, and sometimes it's just not worth it, or sometimes you throw a couple bucks on some of these long shots. Maybe Lewis ends up having a great day, you know, something like that. Who knows? But, uh, but yeah, there it is for you. As the Mandalorians say, this is the way. Uh, get out your pen and paper. We're about to go over all the bets for you for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix happening this weekend. Cody started you out with the Red Bull double podium. That number keeps shifting, so just keep an eye out for it. We'll take it because like, it's very likely to happen. So uh, find your comfortability level on taking that one. Uh, Cody just saw it at two, minus 250. We'll see where that one lands at the end of the day. Uh, I gave you Alonzo as a podium finisher at minus 150. Um, that one's holding strong right now, so we'll keep an eye on that one as well. Cody gave you uh, Lewis Hamilton as the fastest lap at plus 2,800. I said the winning margin of this race was going to be between 5 and 10 seconds at plus 225. 
Cody said that Lando Norris was going to be the first to retire at plus 1,600 or Carlos Sainz at plus 2,000. But I said Lando Norris was going to finish inside the points at plus 180. So we'll see uh, which one of us lands right uh, on the right side of that head-to-head. And then, of course, Cody's giving you uh, Max as the fastest qualifier and race winner at minus 140. And then to win the race, as it says in the sheets here, at one bill- minus 1 billion uh, is what that is. I think uh, that's a lot of zeros. But, yeah. Uh, anyways... It's like we said, crept up to minus three thirty-three in some places. If you can find it at two seventy-five, grab it at two seventy-five. Whatever. Um, I gave you a Perez at six to one, the field at plus two forty, and threw in Fernando Alonso at eleven to one to quite possibly stumble their way into a win in this race. Cody, practice three is going to happen in seventeen hours. I'll be taping it so I can watch it. Then qualifying is next. But then we've got the Grand Prix on Sunday, which is exciting stuff. Can't wait to watch that race. I can't wait to see this track uh, again in, in person. I do love the, the F1 app, and it's got that, that Rolex countdown for you. Right now we're at 17 hours, 0 minutes, 49 seconds until practice 3. Love to see it. Something we didn't talk about, too. This is a beautiful start time for this race uh, here in the central time zone where I'm at right at noon. And then over there for U.S. Coasters, even a 10 o'clock in the morning start. So it's, uh, it's a beautiful time when they start at, at a good time for, for us in the United States. Uh, so that's, that's always a fun thing. But, uh, yeah, excited for another week of, of Max Verstappen. Uh, one, Max, I was trying to find a way to work that into being Max Verstappen 1 or something instead of Formula 1. But it did. I kind of fumbled through that. So I'm going to have to work on that and I'll come back next week and try to be better. Uh, but now excited to watch another uh, weekend of Formula One racing. Lots of racing. Uh, obviously, check out the NASCAR gambling podcast as well. Uh, a lot of fun stuff to bet on over there. A bunch of long shots this week for that race. Uh, yeah. And then follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Z and uh, find all my work over there. That's the wrong outro music. This is the one. <laughs> it's on the wrong pads. Hey, by the way, been a, been a long week. <laughs> happy birthday, Cody Zeeb, buddy. You, my friend, uh, my I didn't realize our birthdays were as close together as they were. That's that's I think why we're best friends now. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, something something with the astrological signs or something there, right? Uh, two Pisces in a pod. That's what it is. That's but, right. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday, everybody. Go out and wish Cody a happy birthday on Twitter uh, at Husker underscore Zeeb. And just uh, keep uh, keep tabs on us throughout the weekend. We'll keep throwing out more NASCAR, more F1. Cody's got his fingers in the March Madness and and all kinds of stuff going on. So uh, keep an eye on it there. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on. Whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it is in between media, it's all right there for you. We'll see you next week for another Grand Prix. But until then, everybody, let's go racing and let it ride.